high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! Down and 10 at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, touching to 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Singing a sad song here on a Sunday, Rutgers in its blackout game at home against Maryland. Uh, brutal offensive performance leads to a 63-46 loss to a team they beat on the road less than three weeks ago with an opportunity on the table to get back some momentum and finish the season in a relatively the positive strong uh, you know people have lamented how bad of a shooting team this team is and uh that you know is obviously backed up by the fact that uh the statistics bear to that um but for me it's much more disconcerting because there it's it's how and why they're shooting so poorly it's it's the offensive uh, execution. It's the decision making or lack thereof. Um, you know, it's 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 the lack of ball reversals. It's it's um, kind of a one dimensional attack, and it's leading to a lot of poor shots. Uh, shot quality. Uh, Twitter site they had a tweet on Friday. Shot selection and shot making. Uh, it's basically an analytical graph in terms of where teams rank. And uh, smack in the middle of bad shots and bad shot taking uh, was Rutgers. And kind of standalone in terms of where they were at on the graph. Uh, I tweeted it. Uh, you can look it up, shot quality on Twitter. And it's it's true, you know, and I think that's – people just want to say, oh, they're a bad shooting team. Yeah, but why are they a bad shooting team? They take a lot of bad shots, and they're not uh, sharing the basketball nearly enough um, you know, I thought today they were indecisive at times. They also drove to the rim when there were shots to be taken on the perimeter. You know, I thought that there was some uh, flow issues in terms of there was too much of an urgency to drive and attack the rim and attack the teeth of the Maryland defense, who's a very good defense. They're number six nationally coming in. Top defense in the Big Ten. Rutgers had just lost that after its last two performances against Minnesota and Purdue. They're number two. Still number three nationally. And, um, you know, you kind of did what Maryland wanted you to do. Um, I just thought there was a lack of – I don't think – I don't think there's a lack of preparedness in terms of the game plan. But I, there was certainly a lack of execution in terms of decision-making and how to attack Maryland. Uh, you know, Maryland's get, you're going to get three point attempts against Maryland. And Rutgers had in recent games, you know, been pretty solid from behind the arc. They're not, you know, a 35, 40% three point shooting team, but, you know, they need to make five or six threes. And it's going to open up driving lanes if they were able to do that. Maryland adjusted. Kevin Willard did a good job. You know, they had his own. I thought the first half, they really took away a lot of the driving lanes. But in the second half, when they did start driving, you know, they, they were passing up outside shots. 
They weren't, you know, driving off of reversals. That's the thing for me. It was like one pass drive. Uh, you know, they weren't driving a l- too much off screens. Uh, it was just kind of like try to beat your man off the dribble. Uh, Maryland, you know, was not fooled uh, uh, in the paint in terms of defending it. And uh, it just resulted in a real poor shooting night. Um, you know, the spacing was poor. Rutgers shot 37% from the floor. Uh, just two of 11 from three. Uh, they were uh, 15 of 35 from two. They were 10 of 17 from the foul line. I thought really killed them early in the, or excuse me, late in the first half. Uh, they got into the bonus with about five minutes to go. And they had three one and ones uh, when they were in the bonus from the foul line. And they missed all three. And that really killed them. I mean, that's essentially leaving potential six points off the board. Um you know, and they went to halftime with no momentum. They were down 30 to 18. Uh, it would have been a lot closer if they could have hit some of those free throws. I was also laughing. I tweeted it was kind of hilarious and sad at the same time. There was a drive. Uh, it was Andre Hyatt. He got foul call. It kind of looked like a clean block. I think it was Geronimo from Maryland. And then Cliff got the rebound and, and put back and scored. And, and it didn't count because they called the foul. So Rutgers actually got a foul call. Uh, and then they don't convert the free throws. Andre Hatton is both, and he's one of their better free throw shooters. And uh, Rutgers loses out on two points in that regard. So there was, you know, they, they fought back with a little bit of an unconventional lineup in the second half. Oscar Palmquist gave them some good minutes. Uh, Jeremiah Williams, who I thought was, you know, just a little bit off as a team. I mean, listen, you know, they, they played hard, but they, they were just out of sync and they were kind of off rhythm. Um, you know, I thought Jeremiah Williams was forcing things a little bit and, uh, he finally got going, uh, on that run. They went on a 15 to four run. They were down 21 points early second half, cut it to 47, 37, right at the 10 minute mark in the game. And then I think it was, it was Austin Williams that got uh, called the technical or cliff. It was, it was on a block. Uh, and you know, Maryland just made one of two free throws and ultimately did not score on the possession, but I think it did kind of hurt them in terms of the momentum, their confidence. Uh, but even so, like you can't, you know, you got to get through the adversity and uh, Maryland went on a seven Oh run when they got it down to 10. And that was all she wrote. Um, you know, the rebounding was really poor in the second half. Part of that was the lineups that Pike was going with. He was trying to, you know, get offense going. Uh, with who he had out there. Gavin Griffiths got a, a lot of minutes today. He had a couple, you know, blocks uh, and, and solid defensive moments. He only hit one three that kind of, you know, got a, a, a nice roll. Uh, yeah, he, he just took two shots, but he did have five rebounds, two blocks. He was plus six. Was he the only one? He had the best plus minus on the game. He was plus six. Andre Hyatt was plus three. Hyatt led them with 13 points, three of eight shooting, six of eight from the line. Three rebounds, uh, an assist, did have three turnovers, two seals, and a block. Everyone else was in the negative. Jermichael Davis, negative 23 tonight. Jeremiah Williams, minus 24. Um, You know, just not enough from the starters. They were 3 of 13 for seven points in the first half. What did they finish with? Uh, Derek Simpson, two points, 0 of 3 from the floor, two assists. Two steals, played 20 minutes, negative five there, uh, but two points, no no field goals. Jeremiah Davis, four points, two of four from the floor, did have three rebounds, uh, but that's, uh, and then you have Moat Mag, just two points, did start in his return after missing, uh, was it two out of the last three? Uh, just 18 minutes for him. 
Uh, oh, he got the technical. Uh, Austin Williams did get that technical. Mag got a technical in the first half. That's right. Uh, so two technicals on Rutgers. A lot of technicals lately. Uh, Mag was just one of five on the floor. Cliff just two of six, five points, just four rebounds. Mag just one rebound. Uh, and then you had um, Jeremiah Williams had six points on three of nine from the field uh, and just three rebounds. So their starters combined for 11, 13, 17, 19 points on eight of 27 from the floor. So that's not going to get it done. Uh, that's obvious. And, uh, you know, the bench had its moments. I mean, listen, Oscar Palmquist gave him a spark at times. Uh, Noah didn't really get much run tonight. Just six minutes. Didn't quite understand that. I thought, especially after he gave him a spark early in the Purdue game, I would have thought that he maybe would have gotten inserted earlier, um, but didn't didn't really give him much run at all. Uh, Wolf struggled uh, when he was in there, I thought. Um, and yeah, just not a lot of offense. Andre Hyatt was off the bench. He, you know, had those free throws as a team. They were just uh, 10 to 17. They were five of 12 in the first half. So we were five of five in the second half, not getting to the line nearly enough. Again, that goes back to settling. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's just very disappointing. Dispiriting loss. Um, you know, defensively, I mean, they were fine. Uh, hold on. Let's see what they were on layups. They were 12 of 22, 3 of 3 on dunks, 15 to 25, 60%. I mean, honestly, for Rutgers, that wasn't terrible, uh, but just 0.793 points per possession. Uh, so if you take the uh, 15 to 25 away and the 2 of 11, that is, let's see. Um, wow. Wow. 0 of 10 from mid range. Uh, that is uh, really uh, poor. Uh, yeah, 15 layups and dunks, two threes, zero from outside the rim and inside the arc. And that is, yeah, 10, zero of 10 from mid-range. Uh, again, they, they did get some shots at the rim, but, uh, you know, not enough at the line. Uh, just uh, 17 free throw attempts, not enough. Uh, they did have Maryland in foul trouble in the first half, but it didn't translate in the second half. They weren't able to exploit that. Uh, Maryland, I mean, Reese and Geronimo had four fouls. Scott had three, but wasn't able to get any of them out. Julian Reese dominated. He was the better big man by far tonight. 20 points, six rebounds, eight of 11 from the floor. Jameer Young, you know, still struggled from the floor, two of nine, but he, he got to the line. You know, he's a veteran player. He got to the line. He got 10 free throws. He only made six, but he had nine assists. Maryland had 15 assists on 21 makes. Uh, that's just a sign. I mean, they're not a good offensive team at all, but they, they were able to find open. They got higher percentage looks because they were sharing the basketball pretty well in this game. And, uh, you know, the defense, although it was not uh, bad for Rutgers, uh, they did give up a far more easier baskets than they got on the opposite end. Uh, they were, um, yeah, minus 13 on the boards. Maryland had 14 turnovers, Rutgers at 13, but Maryland advantage 14 to 12 points off of turnovers, 12 to 6 on second chance points, 15 offensive rebounds for Maryland, just 7 for Rutgers. Uh, points in the paint was Rutgers 37. Bench points, Rutgers did dominate in that area 27 to 2, but, you know, that's a loaded stat in the way because Rutgers got nothing from their starters. So, you know, you get 27 from your bench, but you only get 19 from your starters. That's uh that's not nearly good enough and uh, very disappointing. Black, appropriate color for this game. Now 6-10 uh, and 10 in Big Ten play, 14-13. Uh, and uh, 13. Uh, So, 
you know, the postseason in general is in danger now. Can they win enough to get to the NIT? Uh, remains to be seen. Um, you have Michigan on Thursday. That is certainly a get well opportunity. Uh, and then you go on the road for two very tough contests, Nebraska and Wisconsin, two NCAA tournament bound teams at this point. And then you're home against Ohio State. So listen, at minimum, you hope they can pull it together and win these two home games. Um, can they steal one on the road? It's probably a lot to ask based on the way they're playing. They've lost their kind of mojo. You know, I, I actually think this is more of a heart heart. Um, I said dispirited, I guess, you know, um, heartbreaking is, I don't know if that's the right term. I'm sorry. I'm shot. It's Sunday and uh, kids all weekend, but it was uh, disconcerting. I think more disconcerting than Penn state simply because they had, they have Jeremiah Williams now. They, they they have been effective with him. They won that four-game winning streak. They lost two tough games on the road. I said in my rapid reaction after Purdue uh, that I thought this Maryland game at noon on Sunday could go one of two ways, and it went the wrong way. Uh, I you know I don't know if it was a confidence thing. I don't know if it was a licking of the wounds a little bit still, um, but they weren't able to bring the the, the the urgency and energy. You know they 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 generated some off that press in the second half. I was a little surprised they didn't start that way. It did seem like, you know, there was a, a, a intentionally did not look to run much in the first half. I don't really understand that um, because Rutgers, you know, that leads the Big Ten in transition points. And I think, you know, it kind of helps them uh, uh, it, it offensively uh, off of their defense, off of turnovers. And, um, you know, Maryland is a really good half court defensive team. I'm sure there was some thought process there. Again, I don't know if it was is a lack of decision making or indecisiveness that led to them not running, or if that was a um, you know coaching uh, kind of uh, strategic uh, point there. But uh, certainly, uh, you know, frustrating uh, and a little baffling just in terms of that part of the juncture. I'm just looking up to see if there's any quotes from Pico yet. Haven't seen him yet. I'll have the press conference up so soon. But um, yeah, this is certainly a uh, you know take a big step back. Uh, and, uh, you know, just, just for those that are going to poo poo it and say, oh, you know, this team has always stunk and people that thought they were going to go to the postseason are crazy. I mean, listen, they played much better in that four game winning streak. There was a lot of reasons to be hopeful. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they, it's, it's, they've fallen off since. And again, you know, they, they shot poorly tonight, but I just thought it was the decision-making and the lack of execution, um, you know, the lack of awareness in terms of, of how they were attacking uh, and, and just their, you know, it's always inability to make shots, but you know, when you're not spaced well, when you're not reversing the ball, uh, when you're not making the extra pass, when, you know, you're, you're, you're passing on open shots uh, to force it inside, it just, uh, it leads to bad offense. And I think that's the, you know, it's, it's not, for me, it's not bad shooting, it's bad offense and bad offense results in bad shooting. Um, you know, again, these guys aren't, you know, Jerry West out there, but uh, I, I think that they can be better shooters and more effective uh, with more disciplined offense uh, and, and, and just more heady offense and more unselfish uh, in terms of sharing the basketball. Uh, so very disappointed. And uh, really, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it, it's makes you worry that they won't end the season on a positive note. Like I said, they, they have to defend home court, win those last two games at home. If you do that, you're at 16 wins, uh, and uh, you go to the Big Ten tournament with an opportunity, uh, and hopefully they get a 17th win that guarantees a winning season. You know, if 
you come out flat against Michigan on Thursday and you lose that one to last place Michigan, who has some injuries, who, you know, is, has been a kind of disaster. Uh, that would be really, uh, really uh, upsetting and uh, very concerning. Uh, but this this was in its own right. But again, Maryland's tough. You know, Willard can coach. It's always tough to sweep a team, but it's the way in which they lost uh, on the offensive end. Um, again, defensively, I thought they were fine. I mean, Maryland, what did they shoot for the day? Uh, overall, they were 42%, excuse me, 40, uh, 41.2%. They were 6-19 from 3, 31.26%. Uh, they had more free throws, 15-24. I mean, Maryland had seven more free throws than Rutgers at home. That's that's troubling. Uh, and, and uh, you know, yeah, the refs weren't great, but, you know, Rutgers has to get more free throws. Uh, shot 62% there, but, uh, you know, Maryland shot 41% on the road and 31% from three and they won by 17. That is, um, you know, it's not, it's not bad defense, but that's uh really, 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 really poor offense. And, uh, let's see Maryland's. Yeah. They, they were just over a point per possession. So, you know, this was a winnable game. If Rutgers was able to, uh, execute far better on the offensive end, they did not. And, uh, disappointing loss once again for this team. Now just a game above 500, and, uh, you know, they have to pull themselves off the mat, and they have a great opportunity to do so on Thursday. And I'll have plenty more before then. Thanks so much for watching and listening once again here at the Scarlet Fan.